I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today, we watched the 1933 film Building a Building, a Mickey Mouse cartoon that is also a remake of the 1928 Oswald the Lucky Rabbit film Skyscrapers. As far as a synopsis, it involves Mickey working at a construction site where uh, Pete is the foreman. They're building a, a skyscraper or something, and Minnie runs a little cart where she sells box lunches. Uh, the cart is pulled by Pluto, but Pluto is mostly irrelevant to the short. Just a little cameo. Uh, but but Minnie arrives and she's selling some stuff. Mickey gets really distracted by that and the two start kind of bonding. <laughs> uh, Pete gets more and more annoyed with Mickey, kind of justifiably, but then Pete also <laughs> really oversteps with Minnie. And so some conflict ensues. Yes. Yes. What did we think of this short? Adorable. It was cute. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like it. I feel like it's animated really nice and fluidly. The characters are all like fun. There's times where I sympathize with Pete and times where I'm like, "Oh, you're you bad man." <laughs> <laughs> um Mickey and Minnie are really cute. Like, yeah, I really like it. Yeah, I mean, just super cute and 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 just a really well little constructed story. And especially if you want to contrast and compare um, from the earlier one, I like this one so much. So yeah, much more. yeah, this one's hitting on all cylinders. Oh, and also Pluto's in this, but he doesn't take up any time. So I and personally enjoy that as someone who can get really annoyed about the time that Pluto takes up in shorts later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no, I think it's really cute. Um, and I think you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, it's, it could be especially fun watching skyscrapers and this back to back to being, being able to kind of compare them. Um, uh, but if you just want to watch one, definitely watch this one. It's very cute. Is mm-hmm. it on anything or do you have to find it? Yeah, you'll have to find it. Thanks to Disney. Or if, you know, if you own. <laughs> oh, Walt Disney Treasures, Mickey Black and White, Volume 1, I think. <laughs> Which you don't, because it was a limited edition thing. Anyways, uh, you'll just have to look it up on the internet, baby. That's unfortunately all you got. Along the lines with your saying with Pluto, um, it it was nice because then the chaos that does ensue and all of, you know, the shenanigans were not caused by Pluto. And that's yes. usually what happens. He it does, does something happen a lot. chasing something and then all of, all of, all of the chaos ensues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So, yeah, let's get specific. Oh, except I have a little fun fact. This film was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film at the 6th Academy Awards, because they hadn't been around that long. Uh, But it lost to Disney's own Three Little Pigs. Oh, goodness. Okay. um, Which is understandable. We'll definitely be watching that short. Is that Um, one in color? That one is in color yeah. and it had a song in it that was like a huge radio hit. So, yeah, I get it. Okay. Um, I think I personally probably enjoyed this short more just because I, I like Mickey, Minnie and Pete, you know, um, but Three Little Pigs is a is a good cartoon. So, okay, we will, okay. which we will definitely eventually be watching. And real, real quick, what was the, the year difference? When was this? When? Was this debuted, and when was the original that it was based off of? So this came out in 1933. It was the first Disney uh, short of the year, and uh, the Oswald one came out in 1928. Okay, got it. And I so believe, not- and I believe, released after the point 
at which Oswald had already been taken away from Disney. So, okay. uh, but they, but Disney did make it. Um, but yeah, let's talk some about this story and characters. What you, what you think? Ah, uh, well, Minnie adorable, <laughs> Mickey adorable. Yeah. Pete a scamp. A, a scoundrel. <laughs> a scoundrel. And there weren't really any other, all the other characters were, you know, peripheral and. Yeah, Pluto's a cameo and then all yeah. the other guys working at the place, they disappear as soon as lunch happens. Yeah, and some of them looked a little bit goofy-ish from the distance, you know, s- somewhere in that design, you know, lankier with the ears and whatever, but nothing, I mean, like a whole lot. I'm pretty sure that the two guys that were uh, painting and moving with their butt cheeks, (laughs) I'm pretty sure those are, there's like these two like twin dog guys that showed up in some of these old shorts and kind of like did like a weird dance together or whatever. I think it's those dudes, but I can't tell for sure because they're not facing towards the camera. Yeah. Okay. You don't know their butts. (laughs) Yeah, but their body type seems like that. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I feel like that little mini had even more agency in this one than the original. And I just, I just really like it. I love her, um, her just whole little thing. I love her little painted cart with even her little name on it. Minis, minis, you know, whatever lunches. Um, I like, you know, her little, but then I like her swooning over Mickey when he was eating and she, Gives him the lunch. Just all of it. She was just a very well-developed little character. Yeah, she's she's a joy. Yeah, the song was really cute. Yes. Start, kind of starting with that. Starting with Minnie. I, I Singing her little song. And then yeah. it kind of like... The tune of the song then like kind of fades into the, the work that the guys are doing on the building or whatever. And they're like kind of doing it to that same tune. Mm-hmm. Including the guys who are butt shuffling. <laughs> Um, well, and it's it, not quite clear what Mickey's job was because initially <laughs> yeah. he seemed pretty, you know, um, competent in whatever he was doing. Um, yeah, he and, was operating. Then, uh, I don't remember what those machines are oh, called, yeah. but like a, a one of those big machines that where like l- digs down into the dirt and picks it up and can deposit it somewhere, kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I just realized is is that that crane the or the. Is that what it's called? But it, but it has yeah, the, you know, the claws. Reminds me of the one on uh, the book, the famous book, Are You My Mother? With the little thing. Oh, yeah. It kind of had a similar face, you know, of the yeah, little Yeah, it definitely has a mouth. face going on. But that was so cute when we talk about some of our favorite scenes. Because at one point, little Minnie loses her hat and the crane um, gets it, you know, very gently. I mean, Mickey gets it Mickey with the crane. Mickey gets it with yes. the crane, correct correct mickey with a crane and then gently puts it back on her head and then and then i love how then when she tips her hat to thank or, or curtsies to thank then then mickey has removes the the roof of the crane um with with the teeth of to like tip a net, hat to, to tip a hat and, and then, then it's like in his joy like having it dig into the ground and then like spit dirt out unless he's just like kind of dancing back and forth in this big machine yes yes it's very cute yes, yes. and and two then all the shenanigans that happened with Pete. Oh my I don't gosh. know. I don't know if he's like has the same map, but every map that he has it, rolled they're out, like blueprints. I think. Oh, or yeah. blueprints. Okay, that he has opened up that he's looking at. Yeah, Mickey does something to cause the them first to time is where where Mickey's spitting out the dirt with the machine. Some of it falls onto some blueprints and destroys them that Pete has open. Uh, then at one point, Mickey accidentally drops bricks through one yes. of them. And then and then the third time, Mickey just straight up falls through it. Yes. And, and th- at that point, Pete begins to throttle Mickey, which is a little deserved at this point. Because, like, Mickey, come on. 
Yeah. And yeah, and then I don't know where Mickey was supposed to deliver this load of bricks that he had that eventually fell on Pete, but um, there was all kinds of shenanigans with him just being so distracted looking down at Minnie that he just ends up tightrope walking. I think that's ultimately what led to him falling on top of Pete. Uh, but but first going across all these different beams and and then he's sawing some stuff at one point. Yeah, yeah, just fu- just fully distracted by many all the yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, and too, as if we were talking about plot and story, then it's really cute because um, you know after after he well then Pete ends up trying to get fresh with Minnie and you know and absconding with her like you know with this hook and you know puts her up and is trying to kiss her and stuff well she tries to throttle him and she does does she succeed she, a little she bit? like kicks him in the face at one point yeah. but it doesn't deter him too much yeah he he does he's not fully deterred until mickey jumps on him yeah but then minnie runs off and yes. like grabs some like hot coals yes. and puts them down pete's pants it was so. great and then and then again so so many good shenanigans would happen there because then of course the hot coals you know not only hurt his his rear end but burn holes in his pants and then when he puts water down his pants to cool off then it it, it empties out like a sieve it, it just yeah. really cute shenanigans very very silly yes. he he gets a um like a riveter kind of thing at one point and is using that to like shoot at them and destroy stuff but then it he gets all wrapped up in it and it's in his pants for a little bit and then it gets stuck to his peg leg and so it's like when he's walking <laughs> like it's riveting in the thing yeah. and, and he's so he's having a hard time walking and I was like that's a really fun way to make use of his peg leg yes yes and then ultimately he seems to destroy the whole scaffold and everything yeah, um, yeah and it then, comes a tumbling yes and then Minnie and Mickey get away and get to her cart and, and just, and just then, go off. Like, yeah, and go off. Like, and of course, Pete yells, you're fired. <laughs> and so then it's really cute because then Minnie adds Mickey's name to her cart. And then it becomes Mickey and Minnie's, you know, hot yeah, lunches. Yeah. And they ride off into the sunset. Yes, it's there very cute. There is a sunset. But, you know, that's. She's going to have to actually paint that on later because she just used, like, some sauce from a pie. Yes, this is true. <laughs> it was very cute. <laughs> But yes. What'd you guys think of uh, the the voice acting for our three principal characters here? They sound for to me. They sounded like I'm used to them sounding as far as the the those character voices. Yeah. So I don't know if they're the same actors. Mickey is still at this point voiced by Disney. Okay. Um, so so yeah, and he's he's obviously like. He's got a firm grasp on what the Mickey voice sounds like at this point. Uh, Minnie is voiced by Marcelite uh, Garner. Um, and she's she's doing a wonderful job. Um, Pete sounded fine, but he is not his main voice actor yet. He mm. is actually voiced by Pinto Kolvig, who is most known as as Goofy ah, um, and okay. also Pluto. Um, but right now he's Pinto Kolvig, but he will eventually be Billy Bletcher, who is kind of like the main classic Pete voice. But he's not okay. quite there yet. Okay. And I think why that it wasn't as much of a dis- or, or a distraction to me or it wasn't as noticeable is because it's not like any of them said a lot. You yeah, know, it was he didn't and, talk or, a ton. And, and not a lot of distinguishable words. There were a yeah, few yeah. distinguishable words that Pete said, but it's not like he's having conversations or, you at know. Some point, at some point, he's like, you blankety blank something. Yeah, like. Yes, yes. <laughs> very silly. Yeah, I think with the sound... I would want it to be more clear than it was. Uh, some of the stuff was hard to to parse out what they were mm-hmm. trying to say. Definitely. And I think if you are going to have speech like that, 
you should be able to understand it. Like, it's not helpful if it's mumbling. Part of it wasn't that bad. It wasn't yeah. like older ones that we've seen, but it's still not quite as clear as I want it to be. Yeah, and I'm curious, I'm curious to what degree, was it more intelligible back then? And has the audio degraded some? Like, I don't know, because I'm not really sure about about how that's recorded and, and what to what degree that... Um, deteriorates versus the the pick the video and stuff like I'm mm-hmm. not really sure um, so it's it's hard to say like if it was more clear back in the day or not but since I don't know <laughs> then yeah everything Valerie said mm. you guys want to talk some about the animation yeah I thought it was very nice very fluid um, really it's it's getting more and more characterful like Mickey feels like a a, a little goofball who who's kind of blundering around because he's so smitten um but then <laughs> but then he'll he'll get in there and try to save the day when, when he needs to um pete's got his really just kind of like big lumbering kind of presence he's not as intimidating as he eventually kind of becomes in this one and, and also just by the nature of his position in this short he's not like full villain for most of it he he's just like the boss uh, and then he kind of goes full villain because he decides to overstep his bounds, but he's still ultimately not like this rough and tumble guy who comes into a bar and is just a villain from the get go and yeah. in the way that he is in some. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he was put upon in the beginning. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't like justify what he does later, but it, it the the kind of journey of how you see him there there is movement yeah versus if he's like oh this is just a bad guy yeah it makes him feel like he is a guy rather than like a mustache twirling bad guy it's like he's a guy who then like makes some really bad decisions and 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 decides to be a creep but like he doesn't just feel like an out and out villain in the same way. Just, yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. And I, th- and I think it is reflected. Yes. We're technically in the animation section. I feel like that is reflected in the animation where like he, he is kind of like, even though he gets annoyed with Mickey, he does like smile a lot kind of throughout. And like, he kind of like a- a- after the initial time that his blueprints done, he like waves or something at Minnie and she kind of gives him the cold shoulder and he just kind of laughs about it. Um, like he, he's got, He's got some emotionality to him, I guess. And a little bit the same with Mickey, where he was really competent when he was, like, doing his dirt moving. Yeah, yeah. And, like, showing... I don't know if you want to interpret it as, like, he was manipulating the machine well, or, like, the machine had a life of its own. Kind of a little bit of maybe he I mean, it did. It, it did, like, zoom in and show him, like, operating the levers and yeah, everything. Yeah. So I think it's, it's his competency, I think. Yeah, so he's, like, competent, but then he sees Minnie and he's, like, doing really dumb things and yeah. not paying attention. Just and... constantly, like, head turned wherever she is. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, lucking through not falling off of all of the... Uh, scaffolding or whatever yeah yeah i did when he went to go rescue minnie i really appreciated him climbing up the rope but he was already to the um i don't know the the lever the contraption that that the rope feeds through and so yeah then he just grabbed it and swung over on it because so many it of the was, cartoons it was like, like he, he was going up and then he kept going when the rope was gone and then he was starting to realize but he like had so much cartoon momentum that he didn't realize like it did, he didn't fully dawn on him 
early enough for him to fall. So he, with his cartoon momentum, like went up, smacked his head on the thing and grabbed it. Yes. But what they so many times do is even though they get up there, they make them drop down. Yeah, yeah. And so I really liked, I'm like, yay, this makes sense because he was already up there. Then he, he was Yeah, and he already tried to climb to a ladder and then had yes. to fall back down because Pete ruined it. So yes. it's like, yeah, he needs to get up this time. Yes, yes. I liked that. But I, but the animation I thought was very very fluid as you said it was it was clear and crisp but it was just uh i just really liked it it was not jumpy there there was not overused footage even in showing like the other characters that were working there there were there wasn't like a chase scene where it kept looping something i mean even, just even like when mickey is in uh the the machine and is like kind of having it dance back and forth and it like goes into the ground and picks stuff up and spits it out he does that a couple times but it always feels newly animated rather mm-hmm. than a reuse yes so yeah. i just i really enjoyed that and then yeah i just it, the animation feels really characterful and like there's not like a ton, a ton of gags like they're they come fairly spaced out until it kind of becomes them brawling with Pete. And then it becomes this more high octane thing where there's like gags after gags of Pete trying to get them and fumbling and the stuff coming out of his, his pants and just all that. Like there's it, it just hits this higher octane thing. And then Pete's like tumbling and crashing and stuff's just crashing down. And it cuts between that and Mickey and Minnie getting to their cart and getting, getting away or whatever. Just the energy of it's really high, um, mm-hmm. which is, is fun. Mm-hmm. One thing that I liked at the end, whenever uh, it felt like Pete was taking everything down with him, yeah. is it, it looked full, but not yeah. busy. Like you could, you could see him, you could see things falling. And then in the background, you're noticing, you're like, oh, that's a lot of stuff falling. Yeah. <laughs> like this whole thing is coming down, isn't it? <laughs> it sure feels like it. And I think it's probably okay that you didn't see how destroyed it was. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, like that, that sequence, it looked, it looked really full. Yeah. Um, really di- dynamic, but not like you said, kind of over cluttered. Yeah. Like you can still read it all really, really well. Want to talk some about sound design? Sure. I don't think I actually wrote down who did the music, but the music was was good, was hitting all the time. The the little song that they do is super cute. Uh, I don't know if it has a name, but it's adorable and I love it. Um, <laughs> and, and Minnie kind of sings it as her intro. Um, and then it definitely, it kind of plays a couple times in the background during like Mickey and Minnie bonding scenes. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, like they kind of sing it again. Um, and Mickey sings some that time to, to end with, uh, don't, and don't forget to dot the I. And then yes, Iris is out and yes. it's very cute. <laughs> yes. That was darling. And yeah. Like you said, it, it yeah, this, the tune of it is, is heard throughout the short i think they were like riveting to the tune yeah, yeah. and stuff like that like do 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 just kind of like that mm-hmm. start smiling to me <laughs> and it's uh yeah it's like a little the little pulse of the cartoon it's very cute definitely um and as far as sound effects and everything that all seemed to to match um yeah agreed yeah like it, it sounded like riveting and stuff like it sounded like what you want um the um 
part in the music after uh, Pete gets hot coals in his pants and then uh, pours water into his pants to alleviate that and then starts running. The the music does like a, a little like like a tinkle kind of thing that oh, yeah. kind of represented the water like pouring pouring out of the holes or whatever and that was silly and cute um yeah just good choices all around nothing nothing really felt out of place and everything felt like it was was accentuating and making it all flow together well mm-hmm. yeah agreed let's go to the part that our podcast is named after how's it hold up i mean overall pretty well obviously pete is a creep but he's supposed to be um you're the extent to which you're, you know, fine putting up with that will vary uh, by person to person. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's certainly nothing. None of the bad stuff he does is is um is anything but supposed to be bad. And I and Minnie's definitely like trying to fight back. There's an extent to which it's like, oh, this the meek little lady can't overpower this big brute, but. But she's up on a but hook. The, but she, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's hard for her to match. She's just small and he's very big. Yeah. Uh, and also she does get to like pour hot coals down his pants, which kind of alleviates some of that sensibility for me. Yeah. Like some of the other ones, she does like just fully get damsel and have to like sit somewhere until Mickey can rescue her. But here she at least gets to like have this nice moment of getting back at Pete. Um, yeah. So that that makes me happier and like makes it feel even i guess for yeah, me i feel like it was definitely a much it's it was done much more um appropriately and tactfully because as you said one is first of all she was in control of her own little destiny as far as not being interested in pete and kind of you know snubbing him kind of like nope i'm not interested in you when he was trying to blow her kisses and then when he looked down of course and sent down the hook to try to capture Minnie, it was it was kind of like because of course the hook then turns into the, the the pointy part of the hook almost like two little fingers separates into two fingers lifts up her little skirt which initially didn't thrill me but of course then you have her little bloomers with the patchwork on them which are cute and then just grabs onto that yeah and then of course when it lifts her up then then I think her skirt flew back down so it was all like you know it's just just or maybe she's just still hanging by her little bloomers but once. Um, yes, she couldn't get off of that hook because it was, it had her way up in the air and she's a little bitty thing. Again, she's trying to kick in, you know, swat at him. But then once she gets, I guess, knocked off with, uh, with Minnie, um, with Mickey jumping on Pete, then yeah, then she went and, and, and actively helped defeat Pete. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I didn't feel that she was damseled. And then the only other thing, again, was not a real big deal, but that didn't thrill me. But I, you know, I still think hell, um, holds up fairly well especially those of you those of you viewers as well as maybe my daughter daughter, Uh who like hiney jokes but (laughs) it's the two guys that basically moved along a scaffold with their hineys um you know there's a lot of hiney (laughs) jokes in this considering the amount of things that went into pete's pants yeah yeah oh that is true hot coals water and the riveter gun were all in his pants yeah in the back of just messing up his butt yeah So, yeah, a lot of hottie jokes. But again, I'm not a big fan of them, but they were, you know, they were they were funny. They were not overdone. And so, yeah, I I, I think it held up fine. Oh, and uh, just a a little fun thing to throw in here um, as far as, I guess, the the legacy of this cartoon um, (laughs) is that, of course, it it has some cameo stuff in the Epic Mickey games, but they're like super all about that. But it also notably is an area in the Timeless River world of the 2005 video game Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, cool. Um, It's kind of a world that like 
it has like a main hub area based on Steamboat Willie, but then it kind of transitions into like bite size uh, or arenas like based on different cartoons. And this is one of the cartoons. Oh, You're like hey. up on some scaffolding or something like that. Okay. Um, and, and fight Heartless because it's a video game where you fight Heartless a bunch. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> cool. it, it got a fun little cameo in Kingdom Hearts. So cool, that's cool. fun. Do you get to see little Minnie in her cart? No, probably not. I for, I think do you see I think you see I old remember. I think you see old school mini cuz okay. it's there's like a there's like the Disney castle or whatever that's like how Mickey and Minnie kind of normally look except they're like kings and queens but anyways right. there's a door that they go in and then like it's the old-timey cartoon world or whatever and Donald and Goofy get transformed into their older looking selves and then the main character is Sora who's like an anime boy and he like looks he like turns into like a, a cartoon, a 1930s kind of style cartoon version of himself. And I know that old school Pete's there. Yeah. I think Mickey is too. And and many might be because okay. she was in Steam, but Willie. I don't remember for sure though. I don't remember. I know okay. Claire Belcow is there. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Horace might be there too. I don't remember. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Goofy's like, I hate that guy. Oh no. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite moment in the cartoon? I can say it. The, the, the guy's hiney across the scaffolding. <laughs> oh, mom. Uh, I guess just Pete trying to kiss Minnie. Like, I don't like seeing it, even if it's yeah. part of the the inciting incident with the the fight happening, you know? Yeah, where the, the hook, like, hooks her yeah, yeah. bloomers and pulls her up. What was your favorite moment in the short? I think for me, it's just like the whole kind of finale after um, after going basically for Minnie pouring the coal into his pants onward. Yeah. Um, and, gonna... Including the, them riding away in the thing and singing their little song and Mickey dots the eye. Like just that whole finale. It's very, it's a really good finale. I liked any time... Uh... Pete's blueprints got messed up. <laughs> that made me laugh each time. It was very funny. Yeah, that's valid. You're like, oh, you've done it again. Yes. It's like, Mickey, you've done it again, you fool. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you, Danica, because I was having a hard time choosing between um, little Minnie uh, pouring the coals and all of that, and then the end where they drive off and in her little car and dot the ice. So I will also say that whole little ending sequence was just, just, very good. just darling. Who was your least favorite character in the short? Oh, that's tough. That is a tough one. They're all good. I mean, I guess... <laughs> the two you know, guys that go across... <laughs> nah, they're fine. No, I know. I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> Pluto's um, fine. He's just a cameo. He doesn't need to be anything more. Uh, I guess, I mean, yeah, there's really three characters. So, I mean, I guess Pete, just because yeah. he tries to do inappropriate kissing. Yeah. But I still, he's doing a good, he's being a good villain here. Yeah. He has some really great stuff. They're all characterized really well. Yeah, there's like three characters. So someone has to be the bottom, but they're all close together in terms of being great. Yeah, I'm just going to have to say Pete, too, because, I mean, you just have Mickey, Minnie, and Pete. And yeah. I think I like, I enjoyed Mickey and Minnie more than Pete, so yeah. I'll say Pete. Valid. Agreed, Pete. Who is your favorite character? I really like both Mickey and Minnie, but I think I'm going to have to give it to Minnie. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give so it to Minnie. Darling. Yeah, yeah. Minnie. Minnie's darling. Uh, she sings her little song. It's real cute. And she's gives Pete the cold shoulder, <laughs> pours cold in his pants. She's great. Yes, yes. Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. All right. I think it's safe to say that we all recommend it. Yes. Is that safe to say? Yes. Definitely recommend. 
Uh, yeah, so definitely agree to recommend this. Given some of the earlier ratings that we went through that I'll probably cut out, <laughs> I'll give this a 4.25. All right. Um, yes, again, I also recommend again. And I'm going to go 4.5 because oh. I want to beat whatever my highest was before because <laughs> I have enjoyed this more than any of our shorts so far. And, and I just think it was so well done. And I absolutely adore Mickey and Minnie. So, yes. 4.5. It's very cute, and I love it too. I think I'll give it a four point two five. Um, it's re- it's really cute. Um, this is this is definitely one of um, one of the 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 better ones. Like this is Mickey Disney's really firing on all cylinders at this point. So hmm, not like not consistently. They definitely have some stinkers that we won't be watching between this and and later stuff. But like this is very good. Yeah, highly recommend. Four point two five. Thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Next time, I'm almost 100% certain we will be watching another Mickey Mouse short. So okay. they kind of just like hit at the beginning of 1933 with two great shorts back to back. So we'll be uh, watching that one. All right. Okay. Yay. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.